Hello, and welcome back to the Random Horror Show. I am your horror podcast host, Keisha Lacey. How's it going? And thank you for listening to this podcast coming straight up, straight up out of the Iron Pine Curtain of East Texas. And of course, here at the Random Horror Show, where we film, commentate, being random, silly, going off tangents, but coming back to the main idea, like a term paper, which you learn in English, when y'all started writing in high school how to do papers and stuff, with horror, science fiction, fantasy, cult classics, and the obscure in television, movie, and books. Thank you to my OG listeners. Thank you all for riding dive with me on this train wreck of a podcast that I have been doing for a good while. Love it, love it, love it. And for those who are very curious about what is definitely is the Random Horror Show, we'll go ahead and click on those links, uh, pick out your favorite podcast or what you want to hear and just hear me being just, just goofy, just goofy. Anyways, <sighs> there is so many questions and answers and <laughs> confusion, <laughs> but uh, we're going to be talking about Raised by Wolves. This is the second season. This is actually the season finale of Raised by Wolves, episode eight or nine. It's one of the two, eight or nine, I can't remember, um, it's titled Happiness. Now, last week, we um, had Hunter who went in, you get the name Hunter, uh, who went in and shot the uh, subterranean, you know, de-evolved, I guess you call monster, whatever, that um, grabbed Tempest Tempest Baby, and, uh, you know, I I know last week when I spoke about it, I was just like, oh, that's you know, but I kind of, like, thought about it, like, afterwards, and I was, like, Tempest was, like, flip-flopping, um, there was, it was a lot of, like, stuff I just thought, it, like, it just dawned on me after I, um, did the podcast, it, like, how she just flip-flopped and stuff, and then, of course, like, Father, he was just kind of, like, uh, I want to, like, kill the thing, but, you know, I'm gonna have to, uh, you know, gone with Tempest, what she says. But um, just to wrap it up uh, with the season finale, uh, Lamnia, or, you know, Mother, um, we know she was a necromancer on Earth. Um, we have Grandmother. 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 Oh, my gosh. I knew this shit was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen um, because... Um, couple of episodes back, um, mother was not pleased that father found this android that he put his fuel blood, and of course he got plenty of fuel blood, um, to reanimate this android, and we know this, um, android has been, she's, she's very old, um, she's ancient, and she's, she is, has, like, a lot of history with the Mithraic, uh, the people that were on Kepler 22, but grandmother, um, there is a lot of things about grandmother. Grandmother, she really set mother up. She literally set mother up in this episode. Not to give you too many spoilers about, uh, what is happening, um, with this episode, the season finale, but, um, when father named her grandmother, um, you know, how we, you know, I'm taking care of my grandmother at the moment. Um, we look at grandmother as like a very wise, uh, solvent, you know, uh, uh, you know, elderly woman that have like seen so much, you know, in her lifetime, you know, she has lots of wisdom. She has like, this very, like, just, she's just very loving and things like that, um, and when we associate the 
word grandmother, uh, you know, people just have like these warm and fuzzy feelings. But there are some people who hear grandmother, you know, they have like, sometimes they have not so good memories of their grandmother. Um, grandmother is like the big bad wolf. And of course, this like also, um, you know, with the title Raised by Wolves. Um, and of course, like in Greek mythology of Romulus and Remus, um, who were raised by a she-wolf, um, we, we know that story right there. But now it, it had like me like thinking of a grandmother, like in, I just did uh, the Brothers Grimm and of course like the Grimm story of Little Red Riding Hood. And um, there was like some some clues and everything, um, especially with the veil. All right. So we all know the whole story of Little Red Riding Hood. She's in the woods going to grandmother's house. You know, she's happy to visit her grandmother. And then, of course, the big bad wolf is following her and everything else. And so he sees that she's going to grandmother's house. So guess what? He goes to grandmother's house before she gets there. Um, he eats grandmother and he puts on grandmother's wig, things like that, to pretend to be Little Red Riding Hood's grandmother because up he, you know, the big bad wolf is, you know, pretending to be grandmother to like conceal his real identity and his sinister plans to like murder and eat Little Red Riding Hood. Now this like has like a like uh, a fable of like Little Red Riding Hood um, in this episode of Happiness. We see like how it unfolds, um, especially particularly with the veil. Um, the veil does have like red in it, like with the programming that grandmother is wearing. And so if you like think about like Little Red Riding Hood, the big bad wolf, um, how he conceals his identity as like pretending to be um, grandmother, um, it has like those elements um, of like the tale. And I was just like, sweet Jesus, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, this is like giving me Little Red Riding Hood um, vibes with this. Um, and of course, the veil was to me was like a protection or a concealment on grandmother, because when grandmother took off the veil and she gave it to Lamnia or mother, as you know, they call her, um, she has this look. I mean, by, by the way, the woman who plays grandmother, she is so fucking hot. She is beautiful. God dang i seen her haircut and i was like i want to cut my hair like that again <laughs> but she's beautiful but she wears that veil to conceal all the emotions and um it's for her to like okay these are human beings and i'm not like lamnia because lamnia has like a lot of emotions as an android i mean she has like a serpent child you know her caregiving uh programming is to protect the children um of course you can watch season one the reason why she's like that and everything is because campion sturgis who caught her and reprogrammed her because campion sturgis believed that like you know he must do something in order to preserve like humanity and human life because he's seen that how the war was not only affecting the atheists but also the mithraic um he was just like doing his like part of like in the name of science and you know because he was a um, atheist to preserve human life and that's the reason why they landed on the planet and um it was like also giving me soylent green. It was giving me soylent green. Um, soylent green is this movie with Charleston Heston. You know, this is like a dystopian. Um, especially with the soylent green. Um, 
tablets that they were feeding the uh overcrowdedness in new york city because a lot of things have changed within the world gas how i mean excuse me the greenhouse effect have like affected the planet um there was just like a lot of civil unrest there um you know there was like this special little green tablet you know people ate because it was a food shortage and when there's like these you know it was the mystery about like the seed so like the seed is actually this it's it's alien so like when they when it hits like skin or whatever or or something organic um there was like that scene where father um took the um the little small uh mithraic tablets and he let the children look and see like hey you know guess what uh this is not going to be pleasant for y'all and i hate to do this but y'all need to know the truth about what is really going on um y'all keep hearing soul and soul this and soul that and so he shows them that this seed that's what happened to sue when she turned into the tree that they padded and they would worship you know uh, the people that was like on the planet before you know the whole they went to earth is that um the tree is actually like a beacon it's people but it needs like an organic host for it to turn into a tree so it can be uh connected to the core because now we know the whole planet is like this alien entity that tries to reach uh any being that's like on the surface and so the planet is definitely alive um that's the reason why it has like so many mysteries about it and when the children seen it they were like really distraught but the littlest one she didn't even uh you know they shooed her away because you know they felt that she was young too young to like understand what was going on about the seeds and uh and I, and i and i looked at it as like you know they were like look y'all sit there and talk about old soul you know y'all mithraic and and praise soul and shit like that but like this is like the real uh deal holy feel of what the hell this is so you gotta remember like all the trees that has like that funny shape you know look and everything not only um in the tropical zone but also on the other side of the planet those are actually people soylent green trees on the planet kepler are people and so you think about it they have been eating the fruit um you know in season one they was eating the uh the fruit off these trees that they found you know when they first landed and everything and then you had like majority of the children that um uh, they brought uh they were poisoned by it and everything somehow campion he was just resistant to it um also another easter egg is what i looked at is the small child that was with them i forgot her name I'm the littlest one and if y'all remember um in the first season of raised by wolves there was like a child exactly kind of like resemblance of this little girl uh that is you know from the mithraic ship and we know that little girl she fell inside the hole um you know which you know the big you know the crater holes like inside the planet and we we see that again it's like deja vu with this it's like it's like this is already starting again and i don't understand why mother and like father did not catch that because one of the children that they brought the embryos that they brought off of earth and landed in on kepler 22 it was a small asian girl and like then you have this little Asian girl that was off the Mithraic Ark ship uh, resembling a lot like her. And so she has that curious nature. Uh, you know, she she's like very curious about a lot of things. You know, she's very innocent. You know, she doesn't know a lot. That's what's going on like in reality wise because it's in the way she, it's like she's keeping that innocence. I feel that like the show with this little girl is like having that that 
that innocence, that nuanced innocence of with her as the same that we seen some like in the first season with the other embryo that mother and father was caring for, but she fell inside of the crater. Now, we don't know where is she landed inside uh, or she got turned or she died. We just know she's deceased. That's all we got to know about that. But um, another thing is, is that I can't believe this because like Marcus is actually concerned about mother. Now, mother did put on the veil to destroy um, her serpent child, which is the seventh child. Um, the veil actually helped her to destroy it because she has so many emotional feelings as the mother unto um, the serpent child until the serpent ate the tree, which was Sue, the Sue tree, and it was weaponized. And it became like a necromancer. Necromancer, I'm your necromancer. <laughs> So she destroys, you know, her seventh child with the veil on when she turned into her necromancing self. Um, but with that being said, not only she destroyed her seventh child, but she destroyed half of that force field around the planet. Now, this is causing some as atmospheric and environmental changes on the planet, especially um, in the tropical zone. And we know tropical zone is like all nice and warm. It's like sitting on a beach and everything. You know, it's like, ah, but you can't jump into water because, you know, you, you just you just get towed a fuck up by some acid and everything. But it changes the atmosphere and the weather conditions. Now it's snowing interesting is that right there um and we also know that campion has some very very mixed emotions about mother because mother had to destroy uh seven you know her child the number seven child and of course uh viral is she's gone um viral is the android that um course that episode where she really like murked everybody um she was just wanted to be accepted campion like campion was like that's my boo thing i mean he knows that she's an android but then he had so many like cute like little like high school you know feelings for her because he was he fell in love with her he really loved girl but um she passed away because of the serpents um in last episode the serpents um you know uh sonic boom energy you know with the scream and everything has literally like shut down all her programming and what she did is that the real girl who had all these diary writings and things like that, um, you know, what her mother was telling her from the real, from the real girl, the human one, um, she remembers those in her uh, memory banks. And so she takes like, and she just scribbles, scribbles like everything, you know, in her type of language, you know, cause she's Android and stuff to like carry that pieces of like that part of the real girl the human one that has passed away and um to campion and it was really sad and stuff because campion was like man my boo gone you know he buried her you know in honor and everything um he took the piece of like of what she wrote down on the tree bark and you know took it with him like a scribe like a scroll and stuff and um Paul and like Marcus are very very sad and and it, it is it's like you see that let down from last episode of where they were so let down because now they're like we don't believe in soul anymore and it was it was a big huge let down for both of them and they just they can't find that peace within themselves because they lost Sue and so you know Marcus is like you know what I'm going to do some things and everything else. And you know what? We're going to get this taken care of. And I'm going to be back for a moment and I'm going to take a break. And we're going to hear from our sponsor from Anchor FM. 
Welcome back to the Random Horror Show as we are talking about the final season finale episode of Raised by Wolves titled Episode Happiness and we are just like I wouldn't say the season finale was just like it does. It, it it's 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 it does. It was part cliffhanger, and part there's some things explained. But then of course they saying there's gonna be a season three. Um, I can't I cannot wait because it was it was it was very very um you know uh, it was some of the stuff that was like leading up to it you know there was like clues and everything uh, that you uh can figure out on your own but um just recapping you know the whole episode and of course I'm going to be talking about uh, a couple of things just not trying to um you know be spoilery with this um but I know I was talking uh, earlier about talking about Campion's feelings about mother and how he felt so deceived by her. And this is like posing the, the whole question about androids lying. Now, we know people lie. You know, it's human nature for us to be lying and shit to like... You know, to protect a loved one, a child, you know, your ass or something like that. But, you know, you have these androids on here. It's like fucking Juicy Smollett. You know, I'm like, damn, you tell a lie, I call your ass Juicy Smollett. You know, you just a Juicy. Jussie, Juicy, whatever that motherfucking name is and everything. Um, by the way, he's serving up three months in jail for that bullshit that he pulled up there in Chicago with that whole ass shit. Uh, anybody lie to me, and I can tell when somebody lie to me, your ass is a juicy smolay. Juicy smolay. That's all I that, don't don't call people no liars. Call their ass juicy smolay. So you you know you had I mean it's like. You know, because he was like, damn, my mama lied to me. You know, can't be feeling some type of way and stuff. I mean, even when uh, she, mother has the veil and he was like, you know, real, you know, she was wonderful. You know, that's a chick. You know, yeah, she enjoyed just like you, but I loved her like that. And she was just like, you know, I don't know why you loving an android. It ain't nothing but nuts and bolts and programming like how can you love something so artificial and you know that just like really broke campion's heart whenever mother said that and um and and, and, it, and it does like you know we know the androids from you know alien you know you have david you know for prometheus um how he lied um, a lot through that, and I mean, he was a Jesse Smoulet and shit, you know what I'm saying, um, uh, especially for his self-interest, um, he did, he lied, and, um, this, like, the, the, I noticed this thing about Ridley Scott, uh, whenever he writes his characters, especially his androids, they do lie, and if you gotta think about it, it's like, are they picking up human um, characteristics when they're around humans because you know androids are supposed to you know just be about like protocol you know not have like human emotions they can have like human characteristics not really particularly but you know it's more of like you know we're gonna get we you know we got to take care of this shit take care of business you know there ain't no like uh, self-doubts and things like that what a human has you know there's no uh there's no type of flaw in like androids but like really scott's androids they just they just be motherfucking juicy small ladies and shit you know what i'm saying they ain't talking about for the greater good and stuff you know but actually they be doing some old 
fucked up ass shit just like the humans. And so, like, you have, like, the question, like, damn, can I t- trust Android? And it's been like that for so long, ever since, uh, you know, Alien came out, is that we all know about, like, all the movies you know, you, you have, like, these androids and, you know, the programming, yada, 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 sentient being, yada, 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 and all that shit. But really, uh, you see more of really Scott, the way how he writes androids, you know, they can be some evil motherfuckers out there. And um, that's the reason why you have this mistrust, uh, you know, between, like, mother and... Um, Marcus and Marcus is basically is not like android friendly he doesn't give a shit about them to him they're just like they just look like a carbon copy of a human person and stuff and so but I seen that like how Marcus was he was he was uh, really concerned about mother but also fearful because when um he seen her don the veil and he was just like, I don't know about this shit right here. Because either she's going to be more powerful or she's going to be turned to, uh, uh, you know, she's going to lose something. So he has like these mixed emotions about mother. He is concerned about her, but he's also worried about that. What if she becomes more powerful and more weaponized? Um, than ever, and you actually do see a little bit of a, like, how Marcus softened up for Mother when she has the veil, because now he was like, shoot, I don't know about this right here, he was, he was, he was really, really concerned, I mean, even when she was in, uh, asking him questions, because um, one of the, um, one of the janitors, um, he got knocked out, I didn't even know they had janitors and shit, I was like, what, they have janitors? <laughs> I was like, I shit you not, they have janitors. Well, somebody was like on guard and knocked him out. Uh, we know it is Lucius, and Lucius is another um, villain in this um, show. Uh, we remember Lucius, like in uh, last season, where he is, he is a very strong, strongly, like, you know, in faith of the Mithraic and, you know, follower of soul. And, um, he has, like, this rage, angry boner against Marcus, um, because he found out who Marcus was, and then all of a sudden he's the prophet, and, you know, uh, Lucius is, like, buying his time to, like, yeah, I'm gonna, like, really, 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 uh, you know, kill Marcus because father did give him the, um, okay to do that when they were, um, out hunting for Holly because Holly ran off with Marcus and the, um, excuse me, and the, um, escaped Mithraic that they had. And let me give me a drink of water. Mm. So Lucius actually had his chance um, another thing about this is that, um, Marcus was caught by Lucius. There was, like, a very symbolic of, like, Jesus, you know, on the cross, but this time, this is actually Marcus. Um, he is on a part of, I'm not gonna say, of this tree, you know, you gotta watch it. And he was upside down. Now we know the crucifixion of like Jesus was up, but then you know, like in Hollywood movies, especially when it deals like with black magic and demon magic, you know, there's like, uh, you know, particularly there was like, you know, on Constantine where you know you find out that the demons have a Bible and you have the upside down of cross and of Christ, excuse me, and then. Marcus is upside down in a crucifix position and uh, Lucius is definitely definitely persecuting Marcus because he was like you know he, he felt like he was iced tea off of ricochet you know he was talking to <laughs> John Lithgow <laughs> you think you got the power bring your punk ass to the tower 
And Marcus, I mean, excuse me, Lucius was like, you know, I am the prophet. You ain't, bitch. <laughs> I believe in soul. You don't. You was just playing. You are like a disgrace and everything. And Marcus was basically telling Lucius, like, look, man, this soul shit that we have been believing in so much, you know, yeah, I was an atheist, and then I heard the voice, and then I thought I was the prophet, and then I seen what really, uh, what's this all about, and it is scary as hell, it is something that we don't understand, he was like, Marcus was like, look, man, you don't, you don't get it, like, this is something way beyond our comprehension. But, you know, Lucius was just so filled with, like, hatred towards Marcus. And he was, like, really, like, yeah, I'm going to be, like, the, 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 you know, the main Damien, you know, the right hand of soul and stuff. And so he did. He, um, he, he, you know, with Marcus and everything. And, like... I thought that was, like, very symbolic and stuff with that. And, of course, I'm not going to, like I said, we're not getting too spoily, spoily with it. But it was very interesting of what um, was going on with um, Marcus and um, Lucius' um, interaction, especially with Soul and how, um, you know, Marcus felt that, like, he was trying to warn him that, you know, this is not this is not real, like, this shit right here, we have been deceived, um, speaking on that and everything, there is, like, a new rise of a deity, of a god, which is Lamnia, um, mother and everything, um, there was a young girl, because of the tropic zone turning into, you know, it's like, it's snowing like Christmas, looking like, uh, you know, winter white, like Wonderland, um, they're getting coats and stuff. They have not experienced, like, this type of weather. Um, this is, like, all new to them. They're like, damn, you know, it was, like, nice and hot and breezy and shit. Like, we're in the Bahamas or something. We don't have Bahama mamas with us and everything. But now they're, like, getting coats and they're just like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's chilly up in this bitch. And, um, it was a little girl. She, uh... There was like the symbolic, you know, like a, um, you know, like Jesus, like a cross, like of mother, like when she's in her um, necromancing, you know, uh, position and everything. And she uh, went up to the lady that has like all these things, these trinkets and stuff that she's they, that they bought her. And she's like, hey, I don't need no relics or whatever, but, you know, the little girl explained it, she's like, this is Lamnia, the serpent killer, you know, this is their god now, because it gave, like, the people, not only just the Mithraic, but also the atheists and stuff of something to believe in, and because of mother's seventh child, um, being weaponized and, you know, they're like, ah, so fearful, you know, you can, you can, you can sense this, like, it's like a story out of the Bible with this, and, um, and it, and it's, and it's in a way, it, it gives these people hope that you had mother, which they wasn't particularly, like, fond of, you know, she shut down the trust, she put the veil on that grandmother gave her, you know, she, you know, literally had to shut down her emotions about her seventh child to destroy, uh, you know, destroy her child. And now they look up to mother as like this savior, you know, for both sides of the um, spectrum of this and everything is that she saved us. You know, she made sure that she protected us. She watched us and things like that. You know, she made sure that none of us is, you know, not going to be eaten by this, like, serpent child, which they did not know that was mother's child, you know. So, um, she kept that. And, of course, grandmother comes and she has these little games and stuff for uh, the people um, and that is a clue right there um, to what is going to be happening in season three because there is some <clears throat> some biological changes 
um, that's um, starting up, um, especially uh, with the children um, in um, Campion. And, you know, that's something that is like really, really is going to be very, very explosive. And especially the um, interaction between grandmother and um, Lamnia or mother, because, honey, it's going to be some real deal shit next season. Um, mother is incapacitated right now because grandmother has tricked uh, mother. And it was very, there is some clues in this, um, some Easter eggs, some clues and stuff um, in this episode that um, you just like, ah, oh, oh, okay, oh, shit, you know, oh, shit. I mean, grandmother just like smooth as hell. Just, 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 you know, just, God, every, you know, there was some skepticism about like grandmother, but she put on that act and everything that she was just going to take care of the children and that she was a shepherd and to make sure that human beings are well preserved and and carry on you know their like precious you know lifespan and blah 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 you know she was like i mean i'm telling you this motherfucker was selling wolf tickets hard selling wolf tickets hard i mean even father is so confused because in a way he's like man i created grandmother but he's still on the fence about her but he's just like taking it as in strides you know one one day at a time you know with grandmother and he still has like those feelings because the way how a mother is like how much she lied to him how much you know like in the first season you know she did get upset with him and you know kind of killed him and shit and everything you know he he with grandmother it's like oh you know girl girl hey 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 girl but you know i'm still a part of with mother i'm not going to abandon her and then course it caused panic and everything because now mother is missing but they don't know what happened because you know grandmother and mother had some damn words you know it was like oh shit it's like <laughs> the crazy bat batty ass like bitchy bitch mother-in-law Coming, coming to wreck shit, run shit, tell you you ain't, you ain't doing this right and everything else. But yeah, grandmother does have some really, really, really uh, sinister plans. Just not for, you know, just for the children. It is for like everybody on that planet. And that is like the, the underlying horror I mean, like I, I like I said, the underlying horror about how androids, you know, who do sneaky bullcrap, acting like they juicy smolay and shit, you know, and everybody is like, oh, okay, you know, hey, how you doing, Miss Lady, you know, Miss Grandmother and stuff like that, and. They're still having their doubts about this. I mean, even Tempest. I mean, as much as like, you know how how the uh, children felt about mother, and you know they seen what she can do. You know they see how she acted and things like that. Um, even Tempest, she was like, "Ooh, it feels like I'm be- we're betraying mother," and. Tempest, like, because of Tempest of when she had her child and um, she feels like, she doesn't really feel that sense of, like, so-called motherhood, but she still has, like, that instinct of it. Um, That's the reason why she's uh, very confused about it because, you know, it's by her rapist and 
you know, she's like, oh, I gave life, but I'm, I'm, I'm still like on the fence about uh, raising this child. But um, I see that Hunter actually uh, took a step up because I see Hunter more with the child than Tempest. Um, to for Hunter, Hunter is is he is he's more logical. Um, he is hot-headed. He is hard-headed as hell and very stubborn. But you see, like, more of a softer side with, um, Hunter because he shot the, um, the creature that was, um, you know, nursing her child. And he's just, like, slowly, like, just taking, uh, you know, this fatherly, you know, just, just a fatherly just thing with, um, you know, but Tempest, even though it's not his child, but he still, uh, you know, believes in preserving life. He still believes that, you know, every, um, life is beautiful. Um, even though Tempest is still like on the fence, I don't know, is he as my child? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'll just say like this, that's some postpartum depression right there. Um, but he, in a way, like Hunter is really, uh, trying to help Tempest out and he's doing the best he can, um, with, you know, by her and by the child. And, and he just, and, and I think just from him just being around father a lot, um, he like Hunter made that choice to, like set himself as like a father to Tempest's child and and I was like well damn that's pretty noble of him to like step into that role um you know because he just he just knows I mean he just knows that it's a helpless being you know he knows that like Tempest is really dealing with a lot of shit and even when the uh it was the baby was starting to de evolve because of suckling on the um uh, the milk of the um you know the monster I wouldn't call it monster the dehumanized sea creature um he sit there and just looked and he was like all right we're gonna hook it up you know what I'm saying you know make sure that the baby is all right. I mean, he is literally, like, doing this just out of, like, an unconditional love for this child. Um, and, but does that make, like, Tempest a bad person? No, it doesn't. Because, like, it's a lot of times you do have uh, people that just don't connect to their child. She connects, but she can't connect because of this. And that's the reason why um, it is, like, pretty much a touchy uh subject especially you know i'm looking at you taxes with your um, laws that you passed in september the first um 2021 um you know we're not going to get a little bit political and everything but i am a little bit um i wouldn't say a little i'm a uh, more um with that bill that they passed um it is something near and dear um, to my heart, um, and things like that, um, and I don't, and I really don't agree with that bill that just passed, um, back in September, but I'm looking at you, Texas, um, you're gonna, you're gonna have some damn problems later on down the road, I'm just gonna say, you're gonna have some fucking problems down the road, but enough of that right there, but, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's understandable how Tempest feels about it, and, you know, it is. It's it's a very touchy it's a very touchy thing, um especially with the situation that Tempest um has been through. Um and of course um Hunter, you know, he puts himself in that position because he chose to do that, not just because like, oh, 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 oh I guess I'm gonna do it. No, he chose to do that, um, you know, to put himself in that fatherly um role for Tempest's child her daughter um and, and it is because like a big huge influence from father uh that's the reason why he's operating um like that and I was like oh I, I mean that was uh, and that's pretty interesting um how you know how Hunter's character 
of what we seen last season and he has you know he still has that hot-headed hot temper you know just just a smart ass of everything but we see more of a um a very stern um leader you know kind of like a you know a fatherly role that um he decides and make that choice to um take and you know i'm just gonna say it like this uh it is very important uh, for men to be in their sons lives as well as daughters too but um in a way how could i put it like this um hunter is now becoming <laughs> a responsible man and that ain't even his baby right there he's like he said i'm the pappy i'm the step pappy i'm the pappy on that baby <laughs> i'm the pappy <laughs> oh my gosh i can i can have a hoot hoot and a half and a nanny with this um with this and everything but um we're gonna go ahead and like wrap this up um but um i actually listened to the intro music to uh raised by wolves and listening to the lyrics and usually i just like you know skip it and i was like you know what let me listen to the lyrics of this intro and I, I mean, I see, I heard it a few times, and I was like, oh, skip, 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 like that. And I said, you know what? These lyrics actually make sense. It's, 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 it's bringing, it's telling you like what's actually going to be going on and what's going to happen. I said, holy cow! And I was like, I don't even know why I like sit there and just ignore just totally ignore the lyrics and stuff and i say well i'll be down shit it was telling you right there you know what's going on i mean but then it uh also like you know i can't wait for season three but it also uh within those lyrics uh i i feel like what it was saying is that something like this have happened before <laughs> It's, it's happening again. It's it's a cycle. And it's a never-ending cycle. So, this never, you know, it's, this is going to be the same thing, you know, that's going to happen. You know, you have um, the, uh, you know, the humans, the evolving, you know, them, you know, worshiping soul, um, all this junk that's um been happening on this planet and then of course you you know like i said the um people that were on kepler 22 they travel through earth yada 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 so it's like bringing all this shit back to the house this is actually um saying that like really like a lot of the humans you know from earth it really they really did not originate from earth they actually originated um from kepler 22 i could be wrong um but it's just something about this planet and earth they all they they do they have a connection these androids and these humans have a connection with both of these planets and I feel that the source of like Kepler 22, which the core is a living alien being, um, is like, hey, I'm in charge of everything. And, and, and they were just like, you know what? Uh, we, we're going to roll. You know what I'm saying? They were like, we're going to roll. But it also, when the, uh, the seventh child, mother's child, the serpent, when, um, you know, has fallen, which explains um, a lot of where you see the serpent um, bones and stuff like dinosaurs um, that was on the other side of the uh, planet. And then, you know, you have these little Easter eggs and you're just like, hmm, that's interesting. 
And I and I and this is the reason why I come to like this theoretical conclusion is that this has been like off and on going on for like a millennia of this happening because like how in the world you have like those snake um you know dinosaur you know ancient bones on the other side of the planet and then you have you know the same thing that happened when mother um had to kill uh her child and then it's right there in the tropic zone so it's 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 a it's a lot of like mystery behind that and it is it's a lot of it's a lot of explanation and I guess you know if you're you know like being Scooby Doo gang with this shit and everything you know put the pieces together to, to this mystery and so now you have this serpent that's in the tropical zone and it's the same way over there on the other side of the planet too and um now we understand with all this um frequencies as like sue said it's alien frequencies of you know of this planet and it was the planet's core was talking to or communicating with these humans as well as a uh, mother and everything and so with that that's the reason why it has to have organic you know people uh really you know i guess what you could say connect with those like on top of the surface i think that's very interesting kind of reminds me of ego um off of the guardians of the galaxy too you know kirk russell with ego and he was like a whole last planet you know if y'all like ever read you know the comics of the guardians of the galaxy um any uh marvel uh multiverse comics you know back in the day um you know there was like planets and then of course you know if you read um x-men um especially with the dark phoenix of how dark phoenix you know came in control with Jean Grey is that the Dark Phoenix was actually like this kind of like this matter like this star like a, a celestial uh, you know type being but just like out in space and then you know of course when the whole situation that happened out of space um, that's where you know the Dark Phoenix was like oh look at Jean Grey this is the most powerful uh, you know person that's on on planet earth that has all these telekinesis and psychic you know psychic and you know psychtronic and all that shit you know it what i mean she could have had possessed uh professor x but she chose gene because gene uh powers was just so great that even gene just didn't even like understood the magnitude of her powers and and it just like reminds me of like something like that um you know especially with kepler 22 and it, it is it's just a lot of lot of like like mystery of like this core it's it's like the planet is alive but it's like i can't come out because i'm the core of the planet but you know i need um living things i need all this to connect and so, I mean, it's the same thing, like, you know, in uh, Greek mythology, you know, Earth, Mother Earth, Gaia, uh, connects to um, all beings, you know, on the planet, you know, the animals, the trees, you name it, people. Um, it always um, have been in, not only in human history but also in um, mythology a lot of cultures of like even like me myself like you know how I look at things like we're all connected to this planet even if you put your hand on the ground and walk to earth you know barefoot and everything after a rainstorm or on the beach you feel very grounded you feel very connected you know to the earth and you just like ha oh, like that but it has flipped on this planet it's more like the planet needs to be connected to the people 
while we like connect to the earth and all of the nature and surroundings the planet kepler 22 is like i need people to connect it's like that i mean geez this is it is it's a i mean how weird you think the show is i mean it is science fiction it is action or how you feel of how strange this is because it's mixing um a lot of um you know a lot of things that uh we see with like different religions of you know you know people that are atheists um you have like we don't have androids but we know i know we have robots and people are trying to uh humanize uh, ai you know with the technology that we're um, advancing in um you know it's a lot of things that that is so much like in this show that even if you take out the science fiction part of it and just like set it in real-time reality um you'd be like oh this is like how we're doing and everything but you know it's a show it's really um i mean i, I find it to be a very unique show it really is very unique um it is strange um it is definitely uh not for the faint of heart or people just don't even have imagination or whatever i mean you really literally have to uh, really be in a big 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 science fiction um fan um like i always say you know even though i do horror uh science fiction is this is, is about right there with horror because you do have uh things in horror in science fiction and um just because it has science right in front of it doesn't mean it can be horror um i mean think about it like all the science fiction films where you have people you know in space or you know have suits on and you know they're in, in the great vast beyond of space and there's no air and a whole bunch of junk and you oh my god i mean like i'll be in pins and needles and junk like that i mean even when you in you know in a ship and you're flying in space it's like an asteroid's coming oh shit you know boom 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 you're dead you're dead I mean, I mean, even you have Event Horizon. I love Event Horizon. Um, it is part of like a, a HP Lovecraftian, you know, type story. Uh, you know, I I like the cosmic horror of like Event Horizon. Of course, that movie always have like some mixed reviews about it, but I really enjoy Event Horizon. Um, but, like, this one right here actually takes the cake. <laughs> Raised by wolves because you just have so many, um, stories from, like, Greek mythology to, like, biblical, um, some real, you know, life, you know, type shit, you know, what we, you know, see and face and deal, you know, what's going on, um, right now. And I'm just like, huh. That's pretty cool. And then, you know, sometimes they kind of miss the mark with some things and everything. But I really uh, do like Raised by Wolves. And I can't wait for the, uh, you know, season three to come out. Um, it I cannot wait to see the, 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 the nook and the buck between grandmother and mother. I mean, they finna fucking throw down. They finna fucking knock and buck. And it's gonna be super ass ugly. And then also, uh, with season three, we're gonna see how Campion feels about Mother since she has put on the veil. Uh, you know, a lot of things. Also, with the, uh, the scribe, you know, that Vero has, like, left for Campion. He has that on this little piece of, uh, parchment looks like piper you know paper you know y'all trying to y'all know what i'm trying to say you know how the egyptians use it to write shit down and back in the day and stuff um maybe this is like a a scroll or something this is like the first scrolls 
So this is like really, really, um, this is really interesting um, how they just left like uh, these Easter eggs just to open up for season three. And then, of course, like how father feels about grandmother. I mean, shit. I don't know, like a little home, like home biscuit and everything. I mean, he's already uh, scared of mother, and then you got grandmother. <laughs> I mean, is he gonna go through the same thing, just like what Lamnia did with her, with her child, her serpent child? I mean, cause it is he did bring her back to life, but. Is he going to face those type of dilemmas just like mother did with her child? Shit. We're going to see about it. I don't, I don't feel like this, uh, you know, I don't feel that it wasn't lackluster. The season finale was lackluster. I do feel like it did do a, I would, I would say like for it, like this season finale, I will give it like at least like a good good 7.9. I'm not going to sit there and just say like oh it's like excellent because you know it just it did it it really did. It it, it they did they brought it on and there was a couple of scenes I was like ooh I can't wait till like season 3. Um they might they might, you know, they might, you know, with uh, Sue being gone and then something is going on with Marcus. I mean, what is with Paul? Uh, you know, this is like really, uh, it, it actually complicates things with Paul now. Wow. I actually feel, I feel bad for Paul. I really do. Um, with the serpent, you know, what, uh, mother did to serpent and everything, I really didn't even feel like no type of connection. And, and I guess, cause I'm just like operating on like the veil, like how she felt, but I don't know. I, I, I don't, I just, I really didn't feel like sad because she had to kill it. It's just, I don't know. It was like. And it's not because it's not human or whatever. I just don't... I just did not see... A, like, she does have a real connection. But I just didn't see, like, for me to be like, oh, I'm so sad. But I don't know. But I felt very sad about uh, Viral's um, death. You know, I really did. I, I mean, yeah, she she had some faults too, of you know those <laughs> shit. She was taking them out like damn predator and everything. But in a way, like how Campion seen who she really was, I I I I felt that for Campion, and I was just like, you know what. You know, it makes sense the reason why Campion um, loved her. And he's seen um, everything, you know, past of what she did. Even her face was all tore up from the floor up and she had that damn thing over her face to cover up, you know, what happened to her. Um, he still cared about her. And I was like, man, that's the sweetest ass shit ever. And he's seen beyond just her just being a program, you know, her, you know, being a replica of the real girl. Um, would you think that he would have, like, if he ever met the real one because, you know, she passed away, like, do you think he would, like, have the same type of feelings for the human one as well as the, um, android one i'm kind of thinking he wouldn't because he's been raised around androids and i don't think he like 
I can't. I don't think he can like have like a real human connection, you know, other than with Paul and the others. But like for like love, uh, for the sake of love, like you know, fall in love with a girl or a woman or whatever. Um, he he's basically. I I feel that he's basically the the you know his his creator the one that um you know created and reprogrammed well I, you know re really reprogrammed a uh, mother I feel that um Campion Sturgis when he was on earth he did put a lot of himself um into um this Campion and everything and so that's that's pretty interesting right there it's an interesting it's an interesting show but that's enough of my time um check it out it's on hbo max season finale of raised by wolves and um thank you for listening to the random horror show and y'all have a great saint patrick's day and have a good night